WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're uh, on remote today. We're at the State Farmer's Market. <laughs> no, I promise we're at the State Farmer's Market. <laughs> the last time I was out here, I was looking toward the Farmer's Building, and um, I said, Jason, talking to our producer, we'll be back in about 10 minutes. <laughs> if I can get my foot into the floor of that car. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be there and uh, we'll be back at the station. We we had uh, we yeah. The Raleigh City Police Department is still talking about that speed through Raleigh. Well, I took the Beltline and Phil Campbell took the uh, route through town, and she got there long before me. Uh, you know, I, yeah. was, I was with her. I, I yeah. felt like I was with Junior Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. There you go. Uh, see, I was with her. And I felt like I was with Junior Johnson. Yeah, I understand that. she, She's the one that the, the cop should have... Uh, she put the hammer down. Yeah, I was driving uh, pretty close to the speed limit. <laughs> but I had someone following me who didn't know where they were going. So. The, the police probably couldn't catch Phil. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Even, even though she was driving that big black SUV. So um, we're glad to be out here. Uh, it's a little humid this morning. How about that? I, I can't imagine why we're we're just suddenly uh, we're suddenly feeling more a little more like summertime today as we uh, get into the shank of the gardening season. All the allergies are out there right now. Feeling a little bit of that, and uh, we uh, have Tom Campbell with us this morning, uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster and. Uh, Longtime host of NC Spin, uh, former general manager at WPTF, and uh, Tom, you and writer, columnist. Done. Uh, I can't keep a job, you know. What did I leave out? <laughs> You've done a lot of things. I've worked for WNCT. Hus- husband for an incredible wife. Oh, I'll tell you. And father and grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, you're all of that. And. Uh, Gosh, what can we say that we haven't already said about Rufus Edmonston, who was... Uh, oh, there's lots to say about Rufus. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot that needs to not be said. Yeah, there's, there's stuff that can be said that's buried somewhere that... <laughs> oh, no, I think it's all been pretty well published. <laughs> you published it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. I, I was last night thumbing through a catalog 
looking for my chorus. And here, the gentleman brought us some Steve, my chorus. Uh, Steve brought us some. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Pink naked. Well, they're actually uh, orangey red naked ladies. Uh, Steve, get uh, Gerald. Can you hold your microphone over? Yeah, there we go. And Gerald Adams is is with us this morning, brother Gerald. Thank you so much for for being here in all your glory. Steve, you brought us uh, what well, you now? You guys explain? weren't here. You guys canceled that weekend at uh, the farmer's market. Yeah, about no, well, we didn't cancel ago. it. Yeah, it was. And, um, and I don't know who to blame, but I don't care. <laughs> no, you don't want to get into it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter now. I had these, and I also had some pig picking cake I was going to bring to you, but you missed out on that. Did you say pig picking cake? Pig pick picking cake. Yes. I don't know if we need pig oh, yeah. picking cake. Oh, that's good. You had, yeah, I, I, had, okay. I, know it's good, I had a piece for each one we... of you guys that weekend, and you missed out on it. I gave it to somebody else. And you I mean, brought your interpreter here this morning. Yes, I too. did. <laughs> but I also brought another great ground cover. This is a great ground cover. If you've got a place that you need to put in a uh, sunny spot that is a uh, drainage problem, these right here will root out and spread faster than anything that, I've ever that's seen. That's not kudzu, is This that? is called uh, painter's palette. Oh, painter's palette. Have you ever heard of that, Tom? Painter's palette is one root of it is good for... Uh, shady spots under trees. One root's good for about 30 acres. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Gerald, you ever heard of that? <laughs> Is it the same plant they call chameleon plant? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Painter's palette. But I, it's a good ground cover under a tree. It's it's prettier than ivy, my in my opinion. It looks prettier there. I, I like in in Nelson Cox. And like he'll spread good. just well, like, and the CVS bag just really <laughs> brings it out, don't you yeah. think? Yeah. Now, how much did CVS pay you for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a broadcaster. He knows how to get in a plug. Yeah. So, anyway, I brought these along to put with your gift plants if you want to give them out. One root's all it takes. You can just take a root with them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Is that okay? So it's invasive? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Your wife's well, what's ivy? saying yes. Huh? Ivy is invasive, is it not? Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. So this is a ground cover, and all ground covers are I, invasive. And, and you hope them to be, yeah. don't you? Right. You really do. Well, uh, well, I've got the mic, if you don't mind. I'd like to put a plug in for the Daylily Club. This June 11th, we're having our annual... Uh, you want to do it? <laughs> Our annual uh, That's show. That's how to do that. I just learned how to do that. Yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. It's right. our annual show and sale. We will have plants for sale. 30 of the plants will be coming from my garden. So we'll be digging some plants up and putting them on the shelf. The, the uh, show opens at 845 for registration. Closes at 10:30. You can um, anybody can come in. You have to be a member to get a prize, but you have to, you anybody can show. So if you have a plant and you want to show, you can bring it with you. Uh, well, how did I get by winning a prize then that one time? You brought a plant with you, and Linda Sue helped you register it. Okay. That's right. <laughs> And you won't and be able to go place. that day because you're going to be up in D.C. for your uh, yeah. 50th anniversary of Watergate. 
But we're, oh my we're combining two clubs together, the Zandales and the uh, Raleigh Club, so there ought to be a lot of flowers. Oh, that's wonderful. That'll be nice. So, so uh, public viewing is at 2, but you can look at above it, uh, above the food court and look down on the flowers. They're just gorgeous. So we're looking forward to a big crowd. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you always get one. You always sell a lot, and there are some available for sale. It is our fundraiser. Uh, the flowers will be seven, seven dollars a plant, fifteen dollars for three. Are you feeling good, Steve? I'm feeling better. That's good. I lose my voice after a while. Yeah. You know, I do too. After a while, sometimes. Well, if I did three hundred and some broadcast today, I guess I would <laughs> it too. Like it. it seems like I do. But I am. Uh, I'm. I had my uh, seventh chemo this week, uh-huh. and I am feeling a whole lot better. I'm so glad. Well, I'm glad they're taking care of you and your wife, too. And, and, uh, I went to Wilson this uh, yesterday so for the, you, to, Willie, to, to see the Willie gigs. Oh, you know, I haven't done that. I'm so ashamed that I haven't, I haven't done it. Time you, uh, I, I lived there for a long time. Yeah, I haven't been down I'm dying to see that, yeah. and they've got a great baseball museum down yeah. there. I want to see it. We, the old we, what uh, I'm dying <laughs> to see is uh, the inside of Parker's restaurant. Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, there's a lot of children's activities in Wilson's too. Yeah. But the uh, we picked a perfect day. It was a perfect day to take pictures. Cloud. It was uh, not real sunny. Yeah. But we had 20 mile an hour gusts. Oh wow! And it really made the well. That's perfect. Twirly gigs yeah. gig. <laughs> the Whirly Gigs gig. It's I, a nice place to visit. I knew the guy that, that started that, uh, Simpson, um, and Hollis. Hollis. Yeah, Hollis. V O L I C E or A C E? I S. I S. Steve, this thank is, you so much, my friend. Stick around as long as you want to. Yeah, you stick around as long as you want to. Uh, you said Ann's coming, right? Uh, no, no, no. She's uh, she's probably uh, looking at the inside of her eyelids at Myrtle Beach. <laughs> is this the only guest? This man? this is it. It's all all men today. Uh, Monica, it's not going to get any better than no, this. this is, uh, <laughs> that's about all you got, Steve. You're looking for anything else? No dancers, no nothing. So, uh, Gerald. What's new in your world? Well, it's my first weekend off. I was selling uh, vegetable plants, particularly tomato and pepper plants, for six weeks and six days. Last Monday wound me up for the season. Did the chancellor come down here and buy some seeds from you? Uh, he don't. He don't have to come down oh, here okay. to get them. He can get them delivered. Oh, I see. All right. Well, he does come here. Okay. Yep. If he, yep. When he has time. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, well, What's new this year? Any, anything new in the tomato world? Uh, crazy weather that we've had for the last 30 days or so. So I, I've already had a lot of inquiries about my plants are not looking good. But when you have 44 or 5 degree lows in the month yeah. of May, you're going to have some unhappy plants, get some leaf curl and other things. So, But no, everybody was anxious to get them, get them planted and looking for some fruit. I think next week we may be... A little better for oh yeah for, uh, a lot of the plants the annuals and, and uh, tomatoes and so forth 
and, and people don't realize sometimes it's not that we need 90 degree weather what we need is warmer lows at night we need it to get 70 yeah. at night and not 40 something at night yeah, I don't, you know that's uh, it's, it has been a bit unusual uh, even for even for may april is a lot like that but uh, so uh, tomatoes are and for people who have never planted them everybody wants to grow tomatoes in there they're the hardest vegetable to grow the most difficult fruiting uh, plant to grow in this part of the world by far uh, and part of it is almost every disease in the vegetable kingdom can attack them and many of those diseases thrive in heat and humidity so voila that's what we have whereas voila. Pe- <laughs> peppers eggplant cucumber squash i mean all the other uh, beans uh, summer vegetables are much much easier uh, and simpler to grow you need to name a tomato voila <laughs> Well, there there's, may already be there, one. There's First an onion. Learn how to spell it. Yeah. yeah. There's an onion, Walla Walla. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wish you hadn't said that. Now that's going to bother well, me. Well, there, there is a Walla Walla. It's V O I L A, I think. Oh, you took French, huh? I'll stick I took Spanish. Anybody have daylily questions? I'll stick around. All right. So, yeah, you uh, can't have too many daylilies. You can't, you can't have too many. I have four hundred, almost five hundred in my property. Yeah. So uh, the uh, tomato, the tomato. Are there any variegated tomatoes? Yes. As uh, Nelson was asking a question, we had a little gathering at Ruth's house last night, and she was asking if there is a plant. Uh, I don't know. Genus. genus uh, not variegated. That, that doesn't have a variegation. Uh, there, I had a plant this year called Blue's Bling. has a fruit similar to Cherokee Purple. has some white variegation, particularly in the younger plants and the new growth. As it gets larger and more mature, you don't see quite as much of it. What's but, that stripe when you develop? Uh, the you mean the Gerald's Lightning? Yeah. That's, uh, that, the, that's, the, that's just the fruit has green stripes in it, but it's you know leaves are. Now, do you plant leaves. from seeds? Yes. Uh, I, there's a few things. Some of your hybrid varieties I order plugs in, but about of the 130 varieties I had this year, probably 100 of them I planted from seed. Wow. And most of those, and those seed I saved myself from previous years. That's amazing. It really is. Uh, Isn't there a, uh, a recording somewhere of all in the seed keepers? Organization, yes. Well, there there's seed savers, and there's some other things around where people keep seed. And there's some of these older part part of the reason I do this. Some of these older heirloom varieties have gotten more difficult to find the seed for. Uh, so that's one of the reasons I'm trying to get more people to plant and try them. I've got now uh, Millard, the late Millard Murdoch, who was the gardener at the Carl Sandburg uh, homestead in Flat Rock. Uh, was famous for he didn't breed but he would find natural crosses than he liked and he would get them to stabilize and uh, so I've got five or six of his varieties now so it, to me they're unique looking and really good tasting and that's all I'm interested in well, when it gets are right some of our heirlooms Gerald like Cherokee purple are, are they getting over overproduced now well uh, I, I, part, Cherokee purple when you can go to a box store and and buy a plant which you you can probably Cherokee purple German Johnson mr. stripey then everybody and his brother is growing it that's not necessarily a bad thing but sometimes you know in the bigger scheme of things you wonder why things all of a sudden 
uh, are having more disease issues than maybe they used like, to. Like a knockout I, rose. Exactly like a knockout rose. When they get so many of them planted and so frequently, it, it, sometimes you, you worry about the genetics of them and the plant losing some of its mojo. Well, and the uh, knockouts have that disease. That yeah, rose rosette. Rosette, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Boy, I'll tell you what, it'll take them out. It I, sure will. I ha- and it, it will affect other ones. Yeah, yeah, one around it, yeah. I haven't planted uh, knockouts in over five years, nor do I plan, plan to ever plant another one, probably. Witherspoon yeah. recommends replacing knockouts with Top Gun. Right. Uh, I, I have I had. That's what it's called. I've had people uh, put dwarf butterfly bushes in places where they had them. I mean, first of all, roses are only going to do well in a sunny location. And roses are deciduous, so it's not a problem if you were happy with that to put something else with a lot of blooming power that can take the sun that also is deciduous. And for me, not uh, butterfly bushes are a good alternative. And, uh, of course, from... Uh, Dr. Denny Werner, all of his uh, blue chip, little, all the various ones he's got, there are other dwarf uh, butterfly bushes available that stay in that three, two and a half to four foot range. So, and they bloom for long periods of time. And that's one of the, and you know, quite frankly, knockouts don't have any fragrance either. So you're, you know, you're, you're not missing out when you, you switch them out with something else that blooms a lot. Some of the newer shrub rose varieties are a lot more reliable. I think. Uh, supposed to be, but yeah. then once again, there's a Oh So Easy, which is another similar to not, but they hadn't quite been outlawed. I like to see something that's been planted in the ground for five years or yeah. more before yeah. you can finally call well, it. I should have showed you yesterday at that, that night that we had an event at the uh, out at Arboretum. What's his name? Gave me one, and I've had I've had no pesticide on it. Had no nothing, and it's been about five years. I've, I needed to, I needed to show you that rose last night. More it's, importantly, you need to tell me what one it is. Yeah, that's that, 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 <laughs> well, we can. That's the one. We can go back out there tonight. Yeah, is well, the barbecue still, still good? good? <laughs> well, that barbecue got gone there. <laughs> I wonder why it was good from Clyde Cooper's. Now uh, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener, and I guess you can be viewing the Weekend Gardener. Where are we? being viewed chris chris is doing his penance this morning for being a bad boy he's, he's seeing how long he can hold his ha- his arm up so what what are we on oh we're on our chris, Facebook. Page. this is going to follow you the rest of oh, your career i mean forever that's right it was a massive mess oh well that's all right uh you are you are forgiven all right so i told tom his head was still rolling last night <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. Chris, yeah, yeah, Chris, yeah. 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 919-860-9783. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener. We're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. More coming up. It's 825. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with uh, my friend Tom Campbell, my former general manager, uh, and uh, also Brother Rufus. Gerald Adams is here. And I'm looking at a, uh, let's see, this is uh, YouTube. And if you go to YouTube and look for Rufus Edmonston, The Wild Side of Life, there's a copy of it, a photo of a copy 
of the record, autographed copy, and you can listen to Rufus anytime you want to sing that song. And, and we, you notice it's got that little plastic spindle yes, in, in the middle yes. of it like we used to have to do That's when you right. had your, your uh, single. Yeah. That's right. So uh, we. <laughs> so if you want to do that, Riverside. Well, I, it, look, we know what I did about singing my way out of the governor's office, but it doesn't make this any difference. It. it doesn't. It, it, this just proves it. And go ahead and listen to it and find out why. That my mother said if he'd sung a lot more Amazing Grace and a lot less honky talk angel, he might have been governor. This this is actually very good and, and uh Well Charlie Senator, Alberson is so good. Senator Charlie Alberson's oh, I love him. band is playing on this. Yeah, he's a so, great guy. But Charlie said he wasn't playing lead on this. He said he was playing rhythm guitar. He was too lead. busy laughing. Yeah. <laughs> there's a good uh, there's, he he did a good job, whoever was playing the uh, and, and uh Senator Albertson called us a few weeks ago and commented on <laughs> on that recording. <laughs> he was a great, boy, he was a great legislator. Really he is an auctioneer. Did yeah. you know that? I did an not auctioneer know he was an auctioneer. Beyond no, compare. I, yes. Oh, yes. I, uh, I respect auctioneers. That's, uh, that's really, as someone in the talking business, to be able to, to rattle that stuff off. I can read a, a commercial pretty quickly, but what they're yeah. doing is, is a different realm. Oh, yeah. All right, that Dylan. Chant. That's right. Dylan is with us. Good morning, Dylan. How are you? So, if they're to be Dylan, you're next. Speak to me. All right. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't hear Dylan, Jason. So we'll. Uh, if you'll have, if you'll talk to Dylan or find out uh, if there's an electronic problem there somewhere. Uh, we're at the State Farmers Market. And uh, there, you know, it's not, it's not as, there are a lot of booths with uh, the rain, their rain gear on, I guess. There used to be a gear above uh, Yeah, so they are, but it looked kind of funny for them, for them to, uh, to be down here. Usually there are lots of plants. There are lots of them on the other side. They had a lot of people were waiting they had, they to see if it was going to rain the, today. Had to move some of the people out of the craft shed where they were doing some remodeling work yeah. on it. So the kettle, kettle corn guy and lemonade woman and some of the others are, have been <laughs> down there for a while. I know. I thought they moved the kettle corn down there just for you. All right. Well, uh, it, it was as much shorter walk. We don't have Dylan anymore, uh, Jason says. So let's go to Ron. Ron, good morning. You're at WPTF. Welcome to the farmer's market. Hey, uh, Ron. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, you're 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 next. That's okay. Your... Go ahead. Okay. Well, why can we help I, you? I, I got a bone to pick with uh, Rufus. I I just really think you need to give uh, the governor uh, one more shot amid all this uh, hankering and people accusing people of different things and one thing or another. I know you would be what you say you are, and I. I know Cecil Williams is not around to be your campaign manager, but I volunteered. L.C. Williams, Pittsburgh. Good old L.C. Boy, I love that man. Well, I know you did, and you used to come out to my farm with him and all. But anyway, I volunteered to be your campaign manager, my friend, and and I just think you do a great job. You don't have none of this hankering mess that accusing each other of all this stuff and all. But anyway... I hate I don't have a really hot horticultural question. I really called in because I, 
I want to hear you sing one more time. I heard you sing last Saturday. I believe it was Honky Tonk Angels or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, your mother might be right about Amazing Grace. I don't know. I, I, that's a great, great, great hymn. But I think your character and your reputation and all will get you in the house if you just run one more time and sing one more time. And I guess I will ask you, is this the right time to plant daylilies? And, uh, we got the uh, daylily man right here. Yeah, we 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 have a caller, uh, Steve, who's asking if this is the right time to plant daylilies. Technically, you can plant daylilies anytime. Uh, part of the, the the sale is you can take them right from the sale, put them right in the ground, and just keep them moist. And you don't okay. overwater them; just keep them moist, and they'll uh, they'll they'll grow for you. How many years, Steve, before you divide a clump of daylilies? Would you advise? Well, the clumps I have that are needing to be divided in my property are probably uh, some of them are 30 years old. The clumps you haven't divided them? Yeah, they've been in the ground for 30 years. Oh wow. my goodness! Uh, one of them was my de my aunt's daylily, on my wife's aunt's daylily that she gave us that got us started in the daylilies, and it's over 80 years old. Wow! You just uh, man, I've got one that's 1912. Well, there used to be a daylily farm down around Moncure that uh, had some nice daylilies, but I, I think that's long gone. But anyway, thank you for answering my question. And Rufus, I think you know how to go ahead and get your stuff printed up. Let's get started, son. Well, you're talking about Moncure. One time, your your buddy Cecil Williams, I was uh, planting some daffodils, and he said, I know a place down at Mon, uh, Moncure that's got some daylily, uh, daffodils. And I said, well, let's ride down there and dig them up. He loaded up a backhoe, <laughs> drove down there with a the backhoe, dug up about, it wouldn't have been over a half a peck, and that was Cecil for you. He wasn't going, he wasn't going to take that shovel and dig any himself. <laughs> but I, I sure did appreciate that, and yeah. I got him to this day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe after a while, maybe, maybe Mike will let, let him do that song again. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, we, it's, it's all queued up. I'm gonna be sick that week. I was hoping we would. Uh, I was hoping we'd be able to keep our listeners a little bit longer, but I guess we ought to go ahead and play this before we go to Craig. Uh, so, uh, Ron, if you'll just settle back in your easy chair and listen to the radio, I'm going to settle back and listen to Rufus. And I, Rufus, I'm serious about my my suggestion. Now, let's get busy. All right, I'm busy. I'm busy doing well, we my gardening. Were, you know, we broadcast from the governor's mansion uh, two or three weeks ago, and he got a taste of it again. I mean, wh what were your impressions, sir? Well, I got the quivers a little bit. Yeah, you know, so I was. Yeah, I think uh, you're getting closer and closer. Oh my gosh! Uh, Once you get that bug, I know, it's just yeah, hard yeah. to get rid of. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a good stress relief. Yeah, yeah. Being in politics. No, digging. <laughs> we're talking about two different things. Digging Steve. in the ground. Oh uh, yeah, well, it's a lot of digging that goes on in politics. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, before we play Rufus's song, Tom, uh, you've got something coming up with uh, Brother Riggs. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, this is a very important election Tuesday. I know it's just the primary election, but there's some really hot races. I mean, here in Wake County, you got the DA race. You got the race for sheriff, 
you've got that 13th congressional race. There's some really hot races. But it is important for us as citizens. I mean, a lot of people want to sit around and complain about, I don't like this and I don't like these politicians or all this kind of stuff. You can do something about it. Go to the polls and exercise your right to vote. Uh, and, and I just believe in the process enough to believe that ultimately the people will prevail. Well, that said, uh, Tuesday is election day, primary election day. And Tuesday night, you can hear your vote counted on WPTF. Tony Rigsby, our dear friend, is going to be hosting the election returns party. Uh, I'm going to be included on it. Our friend Brad Crone will be there. Uh, Donna King and, and Mitch Kokai will be on as long as as well as perhaps some other guests that will be uh, by telephone or, or whatever uh, should be a good good broadcast Mike you might remember back in 1984 when we had that big election uh, uh, you remember 1984 don't you Rufus yes I'd rather forget it but I do remember <laughs> it but we did a huge election returns on on uh, WPTF at the time yes. statewide anyway. Right. This, this will be Tuesday night, starts at 7 o'clock, and I just encourage everybody to tune in. It's going to take right. you that long to count all the candidates for sheriff. That's right. about the truth. Jason, I guess we better talk to Craig first. I don't know if he'll be able to, to take what we're going to put on the air. So, Craig, Craig, uh, how, are, how are you doing this morning? And, Mr. Copeland, thank you so much for calling. I'm doing good, thank you. I'm sitting here on the back porch remembering rainy days like this when I worked at Rake and Hoe. And Steve Gerganis would say, oh, don't worry. This is a good day for planting. We're going to get busy. There's going to be a lot of customers. And after spending the night at Crazy Zach's the night before, I did not agree with Steve. Rake and oh. hoe. <laughs> Rake and hoe. I haven't heard that in so long. Yeah. How about that? I've heard of Crazy Jack, so I'll tell you that. Zach's. Well, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but this is election season. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that. WPTF uh, has coverage uh, on Tuesday night of it, yes. My mother was the only Democrat in a house full of Republicans. And every time she'd go to vote, we'd say, who'd you vote for, Mom? Who'd you vote? She wouldn't tell us because my dad would say he canceled out her vote. Well, the general's running for election, and Mom goes to vote. We said, come on, Mom, who'd you vote for? She said, I voted for party lines. I said, the primary, you cannot vote for party lines. She said, I voted for the best party. And general, if you didn't have those shrimp at the uh, velvet cloak, I doubt you would have got her vote. Oh, the velvet cloak. <laughs> yes, sir. Another good memory. Wow. Oh, my gracious what goodness. The guy that, Joyce Hawley. Yeah. Yes. What was the guy's name yep. that stood at the door and, and greeted you when you came in? Oh, man. You remember that? Yes, I do. Uh, oh, what a nice man. Yeah. But Joyce Hawley was a singer there. there. That's right. Yeah. I, I grew up, I always heard you got yellow leaves, you need to get acid. Why, why do my chameleons have yellow leaves? So why you're you have yellow leaves on your camellias? Yeah, well, that's, all right. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean well, it's I mean, you evergreen. Ha you have them naturally uh, shade drop leaves uh, sometimes, mm -hmm. so that's not unusual to see them. Some if the every leaf on there was yellow, you could have a nitrogen or iron deficiency, and you can sometimes get some of those sucking insects onto them that can cause the leaves to uh, lose some of their color. So without seeing the whole, you know, I mean, is it just a few leaves on the plant that are yellow? No, it's or is just it all? about every leaf that's yellow. So if, if it's every leaf that's yellow, then you you can, how long have they been in the ground? Uh, two years. 
Uh, it was you, a transplant. You could have a drainage issue uh, if they're staying too wet. Of course, we hadn't have an abundance of wet weather till lately, but poor, poor drainage can put stress on them that will cause them to turn that. Uh, flip over and look on the underside of the leaves uh, and, and look to see if you see anything unusual on the stems because mm -hmm. uh, that could be that's where you would most likely be able to tell if it's an insect issue. Uh, have you fertilized them any since transplanting? I have, and I've even put some um, lime down, hoping that would neutralize it. It didn't do anything. Well, that would just make the soil more alkaline, so that wouldn't uh, necessarily, I'm not knowing the location where you planted them at. Uh, I, th I think there's the, it's either stress-related, or are they in a low spot, or are they in an area that <laughs> yeah, stays wet? I really do think it might be a drainage because that will put, leave stress on them all the time, and that's more likely the case. You're either going to have to replant them and, like, build up a mound to make a raised bed if you want to have them in that same location, or mm -hmm. you're going to have to relocate them somewhere else. Oh, but it, And in good. two years, they should have got established, so if, if they're still struggling now. Steve? One of the best tools I bought when I first started gardening was a water meter. Mm-hmm. And you can track how moist it is, and if it stays moist, then you can always lift the plant up. And I think you guys, Permatil is one of your sponsors, right? Yes. So you could always put Permatil in to help with the drainage and lift the plant up above the soil level and I get it above where the water flows. I think that's the future. Should I wait till it finishes blooming? Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I think you're better off to do it sooner rather than later because we've got hot weather right around the corner, it and that, like that alone can put stress yeah, on it as well. So right. I, I would go ahead and do it now and not wait till June or later. Yeah, it sounds like the plant's already under stress. Okay. Yeah, Great. Well, thank you very much. Hey, General? Yes, sir. Goober said hey. Uh -huh. Goober said hey. Oh, well, hello, Goober. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, Goober. Yeah, I'll declare. Greg, thank you very much. Appreciate you calling. Appreciate you calling him general. You're not often, you usually call Mr. Secretary. That was your last office uh, before well, Secretary I, General. Well, you're the one who started at Secretary General stuff, and that's when, when I wanted to be like the man up there in the United Nations named Boutrous, Boutrous, golly, 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 golly. <laughs> well, Rufus, Rufus, Rufus is with us. He will sing in a moment. We're going to take a break, though. You know, it's amazing. The amount of wildlife we have here in the Triangle of the damage they can do is equally amazing. That's why so many folks in our area depend on I Must Garden repellents to control animal damage. If you have deer or rabbits eating your plants, squirrels digging in your flower pots, moles and voles tunneling through your lawn, I Must Garden has a solution for you. I Must Garden will protect your beautiful garden with natural repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective and long-lasting. Every I Must Garden repellent has been individually formulated to provide safe and effective protection. I Must Garden blends natural ingredients with botanical oils to give you the most effective repellents on the market that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. The repellents are available in a variety of sizes from ready-to-use spray bottles, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. It's no wonder I Must Garden has become the favorite repellent for so many gardeners. You'll find I Must Garden repellents at your locally owned independent garden center. 
and hardware stores such as Southern States, Carborough, Garden Supply, and Cary. And while you're there shopping, be sure to check out all the I Must Garden repellents for snakes, dogs, cats, mosquitoes, and more. Start protecting your garden today with repellents made right here in the Triangle area. I Must Garden. For tips and more on getting rid of pests in your garden, visit imustgarden.com. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from the State Farmer's Market. And if uh, Ms. Monica slows down a bit, we'll talk to her here, here on WPTF. We're going to play right after the break uh, Rufus's song. So we want, want things to be tense here and in anticipation, <laughs> anticipation of, of the song coming up. It's 8.50. This is Rufus Edmiston and the Charlie Alverson Band. We're going to play a little music and light up a life. You wouldn't read the letter that I wrote you. You wouldn't let me call you on the phone. There's something I'm wanting to tell you So I wrote it in the words of this song I didn't know God made honky-tonk angels I might have known you'd never make a wife you gave up the only one that ever loved you And went back to that wild side of life The glamour of a gay-eyed life has lured you to the places where the wine and liquor flow There you wait to be anybody's baby And gave up the truest love you'll ever know I didn't know God made honky-tonk angels I might have known you'd never make a wife You gave up the only one that ever loved you And went back to that wild side of life And went back to that wild side of life That's uh, Rufus Edmiston and the Charlie Albertson Band uh, on WPTF. Boy, I feel like I'm doing Interstate 68 again. I, 40 years ago, I, you know, uh, God, yeah, Hap Hansen, Hap Hansen uh, would have would have enjoyed playing that. He may have at some point, Rufus. I don't know. Uh, 
when that was recorded in the early 80s, so he wouldn't have played it. He was already a weatherman on TV by then. Yeah, he wasn't doing Interstate 68. So your uh, mic's not on, I don't think. Yeah, just just leave it on. There we go. Moving wooden blocks with magnets on them around on a, on a yeah. weather map. That yeah. was that was the kind of weatherman hat was. <laughs> well, that's the way they all were back then. Miss Monica uh, has decided to join us. She is always busy, however. But we're so glad that uh, you invited us out here again, even though we were bad boys last time. Oh, you weren't. It was all just a little confusion, I think, that we all worked well, it out. We're glad to have I you back today. So I, I know. That. I, yeah, I we only have a couple of minutes for news. We'll talk more after the news, but uh, you. It's a nice. It's turned out to be a pleasant day. Now there is a um, special weather statement the National Weather Service put out uh, for a little west of us right now until about ten fifteen for uh, a thunderstorm activity. So like Liberty to Greensboro area. So, uh, but right now at State Farmers Market, it's nice. It is. It's beautiful out here this morning. Um, great time to come out and support all of our local growers. I, you know, there's strawberries and strawberries and more strawberries coming in right now. So come get them while they're in season. There's nothing better than North Carolina strawberries. And we're starting to see a few blueberries coming in, too. So um, it's that time of year. Good. And just plant some flowers and shrubbery. And with the, the ground being wet like it is right now, it's a good time to plant. And we're up to our ears in kettle corn. Yes, we here. have kettle corn and all <laughs> kinds of great stuff out here. So come hungry. How about that? So uh, the, the strawberry crop was, was good. It has year. been good so far. It certainly has. That's great. They've, they've had a good um, good supply of strawberries coming in. We had strawberry day this week, so the restaurant cooked up some strawberry cobbler that we handed out to visitors, and yeah. it was delicious. If yeah. you've never tried cobbler with strawberries, I suggest maybe doing that. It's yeah. really good. Uh huh. Sounds, yeah. sounds good to me. Blueberry cobbler, all of that, you know, or mix it. Uh, strawberries, blueberries, and I don't know what else. Even peaches or peaches. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what you should all. And it mix won't be long together. before we're seeing peaches. I understand. No kidding, peaches, Gerald. Blackberry cobbler. Blackberry cobbler. There you go. You well, when get I was a boy, right. my mama would give us a, 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 a sauce pot and tell us to go out about and 10 pick them. She'd yeah. make cobbler. Yeah. Not too sweet, not too right. sugary, uh, and not too sour. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk more with Miss Monica, answer your gardening questions. Rufus may sing again. Who knows? Coming up on the Weekend Gardener on WPTF. That's a warning to leave. <laughs> That's a warning. Go.